0: Everyone that I talk to are like, man, if you look at Southwest why Southwest flights are high. Southwest used to be the, like, the bargain airline, and it's not anymore. But it's fine, too, because I'll pay more, but what are you giving me more? So if you're going to charge yes. me more, what are you doing differently? On this episode of A Call to Leadership, we jump right into technology, innovation. What happens when organizations have antiquated systems and everything goes wrong? Can you keep your clients? Can you keep your customers? The brand loyal ones, will they stay? I jump in with Sam and Travis as we embark on our own exploration in light of the FAA debacle, as we travel across the country to Silicon Valley. It's quite an interesting conversation in real time, what's really happening. I can't wait for you to listen in. I'm Dr. Nate Sala, and this is A Call to Leadership. Travis, Sam, here we are, not on our normal studio in St. Louis, Missouri. We are here in California. Yeah. down in Silicon yeah. Valley, actually looking over, overlooking the beautiful valley as we are in our leadership retreat for mm-hmm. our leadership lead group. We talk a lot about the group mm-hmm. when we're in our uh, podcast episodes mm-hmm. and uh, we're on site. Interestingly, <laughs> this is the innovation capital of the world. Part of our retreat is really studying Steve Jobs' leadership and his innovative mind. But getting here, I called it Flightmageddon, yeah. uh, and I know a lot of people experience that with the Christmas flights, but we had a huge FAA meltdown on our way in here on Wednesday. And I'd like to just kind of talk about what happened, what was your experience, and what does it mean for antiquated systems? What does it mean for tech? What does it mean for business? Mm-hmm. You know, can businesses survive? Can they even thrive without having the forward motion that's required for Businesses to be relevant. So let's just dive right in. So Wednesday, we all had a flight together. Mm-hmm. There were six of us on the same flight. Mm-hmm. I got a text message from you, I believe. Mm-hmm. It said, "Check <laughs> your flight. Yeah, because you've been rebooked." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so you two were on one flight. Mm-hmm. I was on another flight. The rest of the group were all on different flights. Yeah, different times mm-hmm. of the day. And then what happened? And then all of our flights. Uh, So then, A lot happens. You go ahead and explain. Yeah,
1: so it was about 6.30 in the morning. We're supposed to have a flight at 11.30. I check it. They changed us to one fifty five. So I call Sam, let him know, hey, flight's changed to one fifty five. So I was like, I'm going to take my kids to school because I'm going to be out here and not going to see them for a few days. So I take them to school, run a couple errands, happen to look down at 9 o'clock, and they had changed the flight back to 11.30. So then it was a mad <laughs> scramble, right? Like calling, saying, like it was a mad scramble. Time. I was just, to just, I was like, to oh, just push get back. there.
0: Got my feet up, you know. Right. You so, know,
1: so then we, we rushed there to get there for an 1130 flight. And then that gets delayed until about one o'clock. So it was a 12 hour
0: travel day for something that should have been five and a half hours. Right. And what was really interesting is that six people were on the same flight. And then we all got dispersed to different flights. Was your flight full? One flight was full, one flight was not. Okay, Mm -hmm. so, and then here's the other thing. Of course, we had a dinner here that was Mm -hmm. scheduled. And of course, a lot of people had plans changed and whatnot. So I was gonna go to the airport and I was just gonna get there early anyway. I said, you know, I'm gonna stop by the office. Now my flight doesn't leave till like 2.30, but then it was like 3.30 and then 4.30 and then it's like, well, I'm not gonna be there. So I go up to the airport and they take a look. I'm like, look, I've got an event. Is there any way, do you have anything? Like, yeah, oh yeah, we've got a flight that goes through Midway and you can hop on that and you'll get to San Jose at 4.30. I'm like, why didn't you put our entire party on that? What if my son was coming with me? You don't know that it's my son. You split us up, right? Right? He's going to this airport. I'm going to that airport. This is a huge mess. Yep. So, they're like, oh, by the way, you only have 28 minutes to get there. So, I've got my <laughs> backpack on like, you know, the old O.J. Simpson. Right. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's many of you. Right. There's many of me, right? Yeah. stuff falling out of my bag because yeah. it wasn't closed all the way. And yeah. people are like, hey, here's your, you know, here's all your stuff. All right? I'm like, good Lord. I hope nothing else falls out right. that I know about. I get there and I look at the flight and there's like 40 seats. That's crazy. Uh, it's such a mess. I could not picture... A worst travel day that I've ever had in my life. Yeah. To go, in a very... I mean, it's a long distance from the Midwest, but it's not crazy. It's not crazy. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. I think the audibles constantly. Right. Like, as soon as our flight was pushed back hours, I literally took my foot off the gas pedal and I was like, oh, I got time, you know? And then I really don't like the, like, postpone your flight three hours and then half an hour later, oh, it's the right, it's the right, it's back to the original time or even longer than that because then, you know... What We're do just you do? canceling our flight. Like,
1: what do you do? Why did they cancel our flight? You know what I mean? Like, our, That was before the FAA meltdown, mm-hmm. right?
0: And so I've yeah. never, never understood why did they cancel our original flight. Because we depend on systems and algorithms, and that's how it operates. And when you have that type of system, if there's any type of disruption, it's cascading. Like a, cascading effect. And so that's a great starting point because… In around you know right at Christmas there was the huge Southwest meltdown mm-hmm. and what was revealed was and a lot of people don't know this because it's not in the news that their systems are what twenty years old I think they, not, they have never updated they have not updated so, 20, okay. yeah so that was on Southwest and the CEO of Southwest was you know forthright and apologetic and we're working on it right but I think he was forced
1: into that because there were multiple different Southwest pilots that were posting. You know, because I think if you think about Southwest and you think about the culture that they had under their previous CEO, which was like their original CEO, right? They were always outstanding culture, right? Always the best place to work, always had the best customer satisfaction. They really believed in the servant leadership model where, you know, they put a ton of effort into, you know, what they called loving their employees, which was kind of a play on the fact that they're Mm -hmm. hugged out of the field. But because of that, right, it was always kind of a fun... Look, it's Southwest, right? Like, you're not getting the best plane. You're not getting the best... No frills. There's no frills,
0: But still the Darwin.
1: But still the Darwin, right? You got treated really well. People were happy. They got you direct flights. You know what I mean? It was relatively cheap. Now, fast forward, right? And I've been a Southwest customer for years. And kind of in St. Louis, for those who don't know, we're kind of forced to use Southwest. Because, you know, once TWA was acquired, there isn't really any other airlines that do a lot of direct flights. However... You Southwest for years and years and years. Old CEO, retired, whatever happened, new CEO comes in, and I believe he was a COO, right? So you have an operational guy who kind of came in, who has kind of stepped away from that same servant leadership model and starts looking at, okay, we need to drive revenue, right? So all of a sudden, now Southwest prices are usually on par with Delta, which I think Delta is a far superior airline experience, right, and experience yeah and now you get into the fact that you were utilizing this system that you know when when i did a little bit of research on this used to be the system that all airlines used until 1978 right and in 1978 there's deregulation in the airline industry and they went to more of a hub and spoke model instead of this point to point what really bothers me about the whole scenario is in 2021 southwest received seven billion dollars out of one of the different COVID acts, right? The Great American Rescue Plan, whatever it was. And so they had $7 billion. And obviously some of that is to obviously, you know, keep employees paid. They weren't flying, but they weren't flying, right? They weren't using their planes, right? They didn't take that time to say, okay, here's a time where our volume has probably been cut by 90%. Let's update our systems with this gift that the American taxpayers gave us, Mm -hmm. right? To help us stay competitive. And I would love to know what they did with that money. I would love to know where that money is because it obviously didn't go into systems. It didn't go into upgrading their fleet, you know, because we're still flying on planes. One of our flights yesterday didn't have Wi-Fi. Not a big deal, but it's 2023.
0: Right. It's 2023. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like how do you
1: not have Wi-Fi on a flight in 2023? Yeah. You know? And so it's just, you know, when you start to compound all these different things about Southwest, and I used to be, I mean, I've got a Southwest credit card. I used to be D guy yeah, saying, right, hey, right. fly Southwest, right. fly Southwest, fly Southwest. And I'm literally at the point now where it's like, I'd rather have a connecting flight with a better experience with an airline that's more on time, mm-hmm. that's going to have an airline that's going to be more, it's going to be an updated aircraft right. rather than deal with this nonsense any longer.
0: Right. It's like, okay, so what's the trade off? Because so you, you the culture, Southwest culture is nails in terms of like you said, sort of the caring and the uh just the love, the love it is no. of it. Yeah, but it's not but movie. it's that's the aura. Sort of, right. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think what Travis is right is that image and that feeling when you get this out has really been negative yeah. in every aspect. Yeah. For but 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 have the year and a half. Have the flight attendants and the crews. I mean, I still see them, you know, laughing, joking. In fact on this last flight, the flight attendant said, Hey, did somebody lose this? Right? Everybody looks up and she's got the instructions with, you know, what we're gonna do about the whole, yeah. you know, if somebody something happens yeah, to the plane. Right. She's like, oh, now I have your attention, right? <laughs> like, ah, oh, that's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah, that's clever pretty stuff. clever. So I think that's still there. I mean, it's not like that's just going to die. Like they're not going to like end this sort of culture of having the lightheartedness and that. But the question is, does it match the whole experience? Because it's not just, that's just one piece. Well, and I really experience. think, I
1: really think, especially, you know, it was illuminating to read a lot of these posts by Southwest employees, especially on Facebook, while all this stuff was going on, where they were saying like, we're ready to fly you right like we want to do this like it is not us right where it seems like that culture still exists with their you know seasoned employees that were there before but it's not being lived and breathed by the executive team right it's just a culture that is starting to stagnate within employees yeah and that's not you know five years from now if you have that culture you have that type of organization five years from now with attrition and hiring new people That culture is no longer there. Correct. And that's
0: what we need to think about, right? I mean, we're here in Silicon Valley, right? Mm -hmm. What do we do as leaders in the movement to continue to innovate? We're not thinking about today. We're thinking about three to five to 10 years from now. They didn't innovate. What does it look like? The systems that are failing need to be updated and fixed. That's a crutch in your business model that you need to address. You invest in your business. Entirely. So, yeah. I mean, you have guys like me and Travis lose Southwest, our careers, our whole careers. And now I'm like, I'm switching to Delta. Um, I'm, and I'm, how many almost, points do you have on Southwest right now? Half a million. Right. Uh, yeah. I and mean, so your card I mean, is like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's just Southwest. That's not what, you know, our, Right. Our and that's I'm just you. About. Just one person yeah, 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 out yeah. of how many. Right. If you, right. So you lose yeah. me who flies, you know, 15, 16 times a year, you know, and now I'm going to go to Delta, which... You know, I always kind of stayed with Southwest because it's home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's home. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I can go to Delta. And then you look yeah. at it. Like, it's kind of nice. The seats are kind of better. Yeah. You get to pick your seat. You have all these different mm-hmm. options. It's like, but you know what? I'm just comfortable here. Yeah. Now it's like, I'm not comfortable here. Right. Do you think, yes. this is a really good psychological aspect of this relationship with the individual and the organization. Mm-hmm. Do you, is that partially stemmed from, you believe, you know what, if they're not going to take care of me, why should I be loyal to them? If they're not going to think about my future or my needs, I mean, what happens in the person's mind, like yourself, who flies a lot, who says, all bets are off, becomes a risk. So now when you fly, you know, there's a chance it's going to be late. There's a chance, you know, it's going to get canceled. Now you have to like calculate that in your decision. Right. And you really think about it Southwest has gotten expensive, more expensive, more expensive, more. Now, you know, it's not that much. It's not less expensive. than Delta. No, I, if at all, if at all, like there's times like, where it's more expensive. It's all like everyone that I talk to are like, man, if you look at Southwest flights. Southwest flights are high. Yeah. Southwest used to be the like the bargain, sure. you know, mm-hmm. airline and it's not anymore, but it's fine too. Cause I'll pay more, but what are you giving me more? So if you're going to charge yes. me more. What are you doing different? Well, there's a tipping point. See what's happened in your mind. And I think this echoes a lot of our listeners, right? So in businesses who are listening, right? This echoes sort of this tipping point that you're willing to accept some level. Sure. Based on your own loyalty. You know what? If there's some here and there. Cool. But there's this tipping point. You're like, "Mm, yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's starting all of the
1: things that are different about Southwest that I used to overlook or just kind of, quote unquote, deal with. Right. right? Like the cattle call boarding process. right? know getting on and you have you know just pick a seat right like pick a seat which sounds great but it's like it's annoying right like Mm -hmm. it's just frustrating you know especially when you're flying with multiple people because it's super hard to try to get everybody right lined up and then it's just now the fact that i try to always do a carry-on but i would never check a bag with southwest right like i would never check a bag with southwest which limits where i'm going to take southwest on what trips right because if it's a long trip I'm not going to take a chance on checking my bag and it being gone for five days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so all of those things compounding, it's death by a thousand paper cuts, right? All of those things compound in my mind. And it's like, hmm, even if it's 10, 20, 30% more on Delta, I know what I'm going to get, right? I know exactly what seed I'm going to get, whatever seed I want, right? Like it's my choice. I know I'm going to get a better experience. And for me at this point in my life, that part is really kind of, it's been the tipping point, right? Yeah. This trip is
0: the tipping point for me where it's just like, yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm I not actually had lost baggage on Southwest last year. Mm-hmm. I just remember now that you said that. So it's been like, it's you been been, you've been, been teetering. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. been a lot of, but like, I think until this last event, you know, I was just like, man, and I know it's not this last particular event. It wasn't them, just them, but right. it's like, it's all these things. Like that's, it was them recently, right? Yep. And then the systems issue. And then you had, you know, they had a run not that long ago where flights were being, they were all delayed. Mm-hmm. They were, I mean, they were had all kinds of problems. Right. This has been problem after problem And it and goes problem. back
1: to their system, right? Like, even though the FAA meltdown that happened, I
0: guess it was Wednesday. But, uh, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, I guess, yeah. Wednesday. Whatever. I can't I remember what day. We got we here yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday, exactly. Wednesday.
1: Even though that wasn't their fault, their system doesn't allow them to rebound quickly from that, right? right. And so, It doesn't matter, like it's not Southwest, oh, you know, our planes are breaking down, but weather happens, things happen, right? You have to have a system that can get you back up and running and get people that are depending on you to be places, right, with their families, right? Especially coming out of COVID when people were not traveling. And it's like, you guys have had all this time, you had all this money, you should have been prepared, right? And they are not prepared. And now it is just, it's compounding On them, right? These issues are compounding on them.
0: It's a compound. Yeah. So in any of our businesses, like for example, you know, with tax and accounting, right? If our software was old, or maybe we're still using paper and pencil. Yeah, you're just using paper and pencil, you didn't use a calculator, you know
1: what I mean? Yeah. And so
0: like we have some kind of you know paper issue, right? right? And shortage. And so like, oh crap, you know, your tax couldn't get done on time, whatever the ends up, you know, the situation is. People give you a pass and say, Okay, well, they're making things happen. But then the next problem is the IRS has an issue. But because of our system We can't deal with that issue. People Mm -hmm. are just going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go somewhere else. Absolutely. I mean, and that's not just Southwest. Not like we're picking on Southwest. Mm -hmm. It's just Southwest is the clear sort of discussion point right now, Mm -hmm. based on what's happening in any industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, your systems, your technology has to continue to stay current. Yeah. I mean, you will die.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And especially in such a uh, dynamic industry, the airline industry, and you know, and I. Obviously, you know, we're all capitalists, right? And we believe in free market societies and everything. But where it's challenging, as I was thinking about this this morning, is how do you start an airline? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you want to talk about a barrier to entry to like start an airline and then start an airline to challenge the big boys. It's not feasible. You know what I mean? Like, it's really not feasible. So in this regard this is where the government needs right to step in. Like where is Pete Buttigieg, right? already State is last name. You know what I mean? Like you're the transportation secretary. That's great. You pick up the phone and you do a news conference that you picked up the phone to call the CEO. Right. But like, what are you doing? Right. Like, what are you doing to make sure that these airlines are staying competitive when there's not that many airlines out there, yeah. right? The industry has been, you know, has, has constricted so much over the years that there's only a few big players and. There's no need. You give Southwest $7 billion and there's just no need for them to update their systems. There's no need to bring it to the 21st century. It just blows my mind that this is happening. Well,
0: yeah. And I think it speaks to like organizational values because your consumer, your end user, they're looking and watching to see what's important to you. Mm And they'll align that with what's important to them and make a decision, an informed decision on whether or not they want to partner with you, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you send the message and say, you know what, we're not really interested in having a system for you that makes your travel easy, right? That deals with potential issues before they arise, that solves problems instead of starts problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are you know you're just checking these boxes. Yep. And so then, wow, it sure does become apparent why didn't we do this? Mm-hmm. How many years ago? But it's not just Southwest; it's all of us. Mm-hmm. And I wonder. Okay, so now you've got people who likely will be leaving in droves, right? Who are yeah, that's obviously the punch. Yep. I mean, you'll have guys. Like me and Travis, and you know, thousands upon thousands of people who are starting to move to other airlines, and I think that's the really the ultimate. Other than you know, obviously the government getting involved, which you know, at the end of the day, like bad leadership is the problem here, right? Yes, leadership is the issue. Yes, you had the old CEO was different; he had a different leadership philosophy, servant leadership, which yep. is great in the airline industry. Yep. Now you have a, an operator who who's out of touch. Apparently. So um that's no, it costing exactly. them, it's costing them.
1: Well, and not only know, not only, lot only lot to, customers and money. Not only does it affect the customers, but it negatively affects the employees. Right. Because that's, they were stuck as well. Right. And so now your highest valued employees, right? Your pilots, right? They're stuck for twenty-four hours. Yeah. They can't get hotels. Mm-hmm. There's nobody there to support them. They're on their own. Right. So I look at it any
0: company, the way you treat your employees is the way you're going to treat your consumer. 100%. And you give them what they need to thrive, right? So now you have your flight attendants, you have your front desk clerks, right? You have all of them really having so much more stress added to their lives Mm -hmm. because now they're having to not only combat these issues, but also the perception, the persona. People are more upset, right? They're just more tension with your customer. So like, you know, in your organization, like saying, what is it? That I need to make sure are the necessities, so that my team can function at their highest level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, leadership, leadership. So and force. if I'm not providing that, yeah. I'm losing. You're We're losing. all losing, and I'm gonna lose great people.
1: Yeah. And I think this is one of this. I heard this will be one of the first quarters that Southwest
0: is has, has lost money. Yeah, right. Because of all the money they had to pay out on this. And that's going to. Well, you said in first quarters, right? Yeah. Because. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the big question then is all right. So this is the case, right? And maybe someone listening today is like, shoot, I'm in that same situation. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they haven't had the meltdown, Mm -hmm. but maybe they can see it coming around the corner. And they're like, this is a warning sign for me. Because if I end up in the same situation, I'm going to lose market share. I might, my business might even have to shut down because I don't have, you know, I'm not too big to fail, right? Right. So that's a person who certainly needs to do the evaluation right now. What is it that's missing, right? Where do I need to put money into it? If I don't have money, how do I find that money? Because my business will not survive unless I get current, get up to date, get innovative. And innovation, not necessarily. I don't have to get ahead of the game either.
1: Just look at your competitors, right? I mean, that's (laughs) the thing, right? Find that one company in your industry that is the best, right? And figure out what they're doing. Ask questions, yes. you know, like as business leaders, as business owners, you know, I love talking about my business. Right. And mm-hmm. so if somebody would call me and be like, Hey, I got questions for you, you know, like I'm in the same business, but I, you know, I'm starting yeah. out or, you know, mm-hmm. give me advice for me. I would
0: gladly. Yeah. But when you you you're the big fish, when you're a big fish like that, that's why it's so hard to get big corporations to move, you know, because it's such a big, it's, you <laughs> know, it's a bureaucratic know, nature. Small it. business is nimble. Right? right. If you're operating a small business properly, you can be nimble. Right. Big corporations, there's a lot of red tape and, you know, there's a leader. But it comes back to leadership. Because if you think about Herb Kelleher, and so, like, this history of Southwest, there was a company called Pacific Southwest Airlines. Mm -hmm. And so, during the deregulation phase, Southwest, or Kelleher, was wanting to find out. He's doing this research on innovation, on where where different airlines are going. And he saw the Pacific Southwest model, which was a no-frills model. And during the deregulation era, he was able to then take that model And then integrate. So what is he doing? He's out there seeing what is it that is on the front lines that I can maximize the value of this so that I can meet my customer exactly where I know they need to be. Mm -hmm. And this is where it comes down to. Do I know what my customers want and need? We've talked about this, right? It's 101, right? Mm -hmm. Do I have the capacities, competencies Mm -hmm. to meet those needs? Mm -hmm. And do I stand out in the crowd? Mm -hmm. And if all those three aren't a yes, better sharpen your pencil. Absolutely. So my question to you then. How could they ever win you back? You know, I mean, it... it, (laughs) I don't think you come back after that. I think you leave and then you say, oh, maybe I'll give them a try again. Yeah, I don't don't think it's like, hey, I can win you back. Right. Can't win me back. Right. Yeah, it would be a scenario in which,
1: you know, six months from now, they happen to have a really cheap direct flight that I last... Give them a shot. Like, I got to take that. You know, again, flying out of St. Louis... Kind of hamstrung right so there will be those those scenarios in which it's a last minute flight got to get somewhere got to be there at a certain time and that's what's available but instead of my first option just to by default to go into my southwest app and book what they have those days are gone right those I days agree. are gone so i think i just booked my last one yeah because so yeah so else. those days are gone now it's going to be now it's just going to be look here's five airlines now it's going to come down to like, which airline is going to get me there the fastest? You know, which one's yeah. going to be the most comfortable? Which one's going to do? Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, from somebody who, again, credit card, rabid fan, right? Companion level, right? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I am, like, we yeah, are, are their prototypical customer. Like, I don't eat their snacks, Rick, because I don't want them. I don't drink anything. I'm the
0: cheapest person. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Like, I pay full fare. I get on your flight. You don't have to do anything for it. You know what I mean? Just yeah. get me there. To now, right? Like, that's no longer the primary option.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I agree. And it took years for me to get to that tipping point. It will probably take me years for me to
0: ever really consider coming back full time. Yeah. Me as well. Southwest has got some work to do. Yeah. Yep. But it's a lesson for all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. And we cheer Southwest on. Yeah. I hope we want We want them to be able to deliver the kind of service that the company and the vision was founded on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's good stuff, guys. Hey, let's enjoy the rest of our trip, Yeah, right? let's do it. Right. We're going to go see yeah. Apple Campus today. Yeah. We're going to go see Steve Jobs' house. We're going to go really innovate in a way that this man had. And that's another thing for Southwest. If you're having trouble figuring out where your mojo is, and spend some time with those who have done it. Right. Even if they're not with us anymore, go on site. Get full emerge, and get inspired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And reinvent the future. Maybe Absolutely. read Herb's book. Yeah, maybe, maybe read Herb's book. Good point. <laughs> It's good seeing you guys. Nice Glad we're doing it today. You. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Yep. Well, my friend, I am so thrilled that you joined me on this episode of A Call to Leadership. And before you go to the next episode, especially if you're binge listening, take a moment. I would love to get your honest review right here on your screen. Your feedback is so important. It helps the podcast. It encourages me. And it helps me. It helps me to give you more and more and more value. So I can't wait to read your review. I can't wait to be with you on the next episode. I'm Dr. Nate Sala. This is a call to leadership.